Hey everybody, it's Gabe Dieter here. Uh, just some crucial announcements before we start the show. Um, this Sunday, April 14th, I will be hosting a table um, at the 8th Annual It Came From The Bayou print show at St. Arnold's Brewery, 2000 Lions Avenue, Houston, Texas, 77020. Um, I will be at the zine area. I will have... A bunch of art zines that I've printed myself, and I'll also have my first ever screen-printed poster. Um, I haven't released an image yet. Um, I'll do that as soon as it's confirmed that it's going to be available. Um, it's pretty exciting. I've never done one before, and I'm pretty nervous because it costs a lot of money. Uh, but yeah, and it was a lot of fucking effort, but you know, I got to learn a lot through the experience, and uh, I think it looks pretty cool. It's some of my favorite, it's three of my favorite pieces put on the one poster, and uh, I hope you like it. Also, if you are going to be in Austin, Friday, April the 19th, there is an art space called Guzu Gallery. Uh, they're located at 5000 North Lamar Boulevard in Austin. Um, they're going to be doing a fantasy art show called Realms Apart. It sounds like it's going to be really fucking cool. Uh, I'm not in it. Didn't know about it. But uh, it's a really cool gallery. They have some... It's kind of like a... It's like a kaiju-oriented shop up front. And then, you know, the back half of the, the space is a, an art gallery. It's pretty cool. I like going in there. They have a lot of uh, cool stuff and cool books. And... Um, they curate a lot of good art in that place. I like it. Uh, yeah, that's about that. So, as usual, the show is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Uh, my sister, Kara the Beacon Birch, just had some graduate... Well, shit, am I letting the cat out of the bag? I don't know. She just had some specialty buttons made for her graduating classes, like, you know, some commemorative items to give out. Pretty cool. Um, I designed them for her. Her, it was They were her ideas. Uh, but I just carried him out as best I could. Uh, so it's been a busy week. That's why our show's a little bit late. You know, not more than usual. But um, yeah, this is a, a perfect example of what LoneStarButtons.com is all about. If you want some promotional items for your small business, large business, or a special occasion or event coming up, um, you can email info at LoneStarButtons.com or you can call the owner. Adam Stimpy Jones at 281-798-1996. Give him the special coupon code. I want to suck on your hairy tits and he'll throw in some buttons for free. Also, if you want to take part in the show, that being sending in friend questions, news stories, anything you want to contribute, send us an email at rotwpodcast at gmail.com. We will check it out and we will address it on the next episode. And that about does it for the, uh, announcements coming to you pre-court coming to you pre-recorded live from atomic age studio a in beautiful pastina texas it's the revenge of the world podcast with your host gave that dude dieter and bitchin brennan birch Hey everybody, thanks for listening to Revenge of the World Podcast, episode 142. I'm Gabe, that dude Dieter, and with me, as usual, is bitchin' Brennan Birch. Hi everybody. He's bitchin' today. Yeah. What's up, Brennan? Uh, what's up? Uh, Did we do an episode last week? We didn't do one last week, no. Whoops, forgot about that. Yeah. How are we doing, <laughs> how are we doing this week? Uh, pretty good. Uh, been very eventful. Uh, yeah? Let's see. I got a job today. <laughs> Good. So you had an interview. Yeah. And, uh, they, they they pretty much talked to me for like five to ten minutes and made sure I, made sure I wasn't crazy. Yeah. And then like the department head just offered me the job. I see you got rid of your standalone mustache. Yeah, man. I I couldn't I couldn't go into that room today. Yeah. With that on my face. Right. <laughs> it just wasn't happening. <laughs> like uh, m maybe at a later date, you know, maybe if I can if they'll let me grow a beard there, that'd be nice. We'll see. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. You're not supposed to have beards because of the mask, right? Well, like some places, you know, but, yeah. you know, some places don't care. 
I don't know. So wow. you, you kind of have to get in there. Well, I mean, because some places... What an ITC attitude that would be. <laughs> well, some places don't make things where, like, a face mask would matter. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like, uh, you know, if they make, like, propane or something like that, that's probably not going to kill you as far as, like, inhaling gas. You'll probably be okay. Really? Yeah. I mean, okay. it's, it's not. I mean, as far as, like, what you're exposed to in the day-to-day work, you know. Like, if you put a hose right up to a propane tank. I mean, if you're, if you're sitting there sucking propane, okay, yeah, you might want to, you know, shave your beard. But, you know, I don't know. So yeah, I got a job. That's good. Uh, my dad retired. Whoa! Yeah, he, that's awesome. He, he's finally done. Uh, we're we're finally gonna know where he is at at like during the day and at night because you know for the last three decades we never really did. Yeah, <laughs> you know he was like kind of on his own schedule out there. You know, just making a living for his family. Uh-huh. And you know, you might see him sometimes. <laughs> But what kind of work is he in? Uh, he was an electrician and he oh, worked right. in, um, like he, he was a maintenance electrician for like a, he worked for Houston Coca-Cola for 15 years and he did some construction for a little while. He worked in a steel mill for a little while. And then he went to, uh, this company called Lone Star Glass that makes the bottles for Budweiser. Hmm. You know, That's he, cool. he worked there for about, for close to 20 years, I think. So, I mean, he's, he's kind of wrapping up his career now and, uh, we had a crawfish boil out at his house this past weekend. Nice. He's good. You little know, retirement party? Yeah, a little retirement party. And he's pretty, he's psyched about it. You know, he's, he's just ready to be done with all this crap. And I get it, man. I mean, he, he worked insane hours for decades. You know? Wow. <laughs> just, you know, night shifts and mid shifts and 12 hour shifts and, you know, just really worked super hard forever, yeah. you know? And now he just doesn't have to do that anymore. What's he going to do with himself? Oh, uh, well, whenever I walked up into, when I parked my car and I walked up his driveway, he has a brand new boat now. Whoa. <laughs> so he's, he's going to be doing a lot of that. Okay. So I guess we're going to be doing some fishing, which yeah, is Yeah, cool. everybody's going to make those pre- preparations. Yeah, man. He was just like, screw it. I'm getting a boat. <laughs> like, nice. I've wanted a nice boat. Like, you know, growing up with him, going fishing was always a really, you know, kind of dicey thing because his boat motors were never reliable. Mm-hmm. Like there was a 50-50 shot. You were going to be paddling upstream against the Trinity River at some point on oh, that man. trip. Just because, you know, he, he he's like me and he could never spend money on himself. Yeah. You know, like that that's absolutely where I get that from. Oh, okay. And like he just finally like bought himself a decent boat that's reliable that will be able to get him out to the bay and get him home. And I'm I'm really excited for him. I'm really happy. Uh, you know, it's gonna be fun. Like you know, going fishing with him and taking Nate out and stuff. It's gonna be cool. Nice. You can finally relax. Uh, do you think he'll get a part-time job? I don't think so. You know, like a lot of times, you know, you see those guys and you're like, yeah, you're not going to be able to sit still for more yeah. than three months. And, and I've known a lot of guys like that, you know, kind of working in the oil and gas industry and stuff like that. But, you know, you see those guys and you're just like, no, there's no way you're going to, you're going to end up starting like an electrical company and fixing people's ACs or something just because you're bored. Yeah. You know, but, uh, my dad, you're going to be crawling in attics at 67 years old. Exactly. Yeah. And, and they like doing it, you know, they'll just crawl up there with a marble red in their mouth and. Jesus. fix your ac but, <laughs> but i think my dad's done man i think you know he's like i got enough money to make it i don't really need very much all my stuff's paid off you know i don't think he's gonna go back to work yeah that's cool you know my so, mom's about to retire too this year uh sometime in the next she acts like it's gonna be like two weeks from now yeah <laughs> but i i see her working for another year maybe well i drove by your grandparents house on the way in and like i saw her car was over there she's like there or? yeah she's uh her car's been acting up so she's been ubering to work oh really yeah okay i would take her but it's too goddamn early in the morning yeah and she works like the medical center right yeah uh, and she gets to work at like six. Oh god why so, i don't know <laughs> i don't know I've noticed that with older people, like whenever, like older people, like at any job that I have, they're always like super early. Yeah. And it's like, man, what are you doing? <laughs> what? Sleep. Yeah. Fucking dedicated people, I guess. Uh, maybe. In my mom's case, I think she just wants to leave early, you know? Yeah. Oh, so she gets I, there early and then leaves early. Yeah. I think she leaves at like, I want to say like 3 30 or something oh, like okay, that. Yeah. Maybe four. I see that. Yeah. It's probably a lot easier too. Yeah. If you're Ubering. Um, gosh, what else? I went and saw us. Yeah. Yeah. That. I'm still like I need to see it again because really? like I, I felt like it was it was good and I felt like you know the last three minutes of it just threw everything off that you saw before mm-hmm. and I mean I'm I'm trying to enjoy it like on the level that like you kind of have to like watch like Italian zombie movies you know <laughs> where it's like okay I know this doesn't really make much sense but all of this stuff was pretty cool yeah know? so I'm I'm trying to enjoy it like that but I feel like I need to see it again because it's pretty I don't know. I, I can tell that he's very into John Carpenter, you know, mm. like there's a lot of like subtext in everything that Jordan Peele's making, you know, huh. and like he, he's saying stuff about he, he's talking about something 
but I feel like kind of like what he did narrative wise didn't necessarily communicate that. And I'm wondering if maybe there's like things that I didn't see previously in the movie, you know, because hmm. like sometimes, you know, you watch those movies two or three times and it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's all these like little clues and Easter eggs here and there that, you know, make the whole thing. You know. So hearing you say this okay. makes me question if he's getting cocky and trying to elevate the genre. Mm, I, I think that, no, he, I think he just makes generally elevated horror movies you know yeah i mean you see that like a lot like in kind of like the like the movie press and stuff like that they're trying to like you know create this subgenre of elevated horror it's like your a24 movies you know hereditary and things Mm -hmm. like that and the witch and but that kind of sucks i think that that kind of makes me mad actually it's like why can't it just be a horror movie it's fine you know it's like whenever silence of the lambs came out which i'm wearing the shirt today but (laughs) like uh you know they they tried to like really push that it wasn't a horror movie so it could win an oscar you know Mm -hmm. like why couldn't it just be a horror movie and win an oscar is it a horror movie i think so yeah yeah I, I think a, a person that's like struggling with sexual identity issues and skinning people as a result and has a, a murder dungeon. And you know, like, is it an elevated suspense thriller? I mean, I think that they, that's kind of what they tried to push it as, but I think it's more a horror movie. It's, it was, I don't know. It's, it's like a procedural horror movie almost, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that one kind of towed the line, but I mean, as far as like a lot I of could the, see it like straddling into both genres yeah. because there wasn't like, I don't know, man. Uh, Hannibal Lecter was the monster I think Buffalo of the Bill, movie. No, Buffalo Bill is the monster of the movie. Mm, I mean, to me, Buffalo Bill was the villain, but he wasn't the monster. Hmm. It, I didn't see him That's as a monster. He just seemed kind of like he had his own plans. He wasn't like running amok. He had plans, and he was going to do those plans over and over again until he got caught. Hmm. But the monster of the movie who couldn't control himself was Hannibal Lecter. And you know he was a, he was a carryover character from uh, what was uh, Manhunter. It? Manhunter, yeah. So yeah, I don't know, man. I just see see him as like the main. I mean, force of nature. Yeah, kind of. He, he's definitely like the the most you know like super theatrical character. But I, I mean, I don't know. I think we just disagree on this. But I, no, fuck you, dude. We're gonna <laughs> hammer it out. I'm just kidding. Well, I don't but care. but I mean, I guess kind of getting back like on topic. I, I yeah yeah sorry. I really have a problem with that whole you know that concept of elevated horror. You know, yeah. Like, I don't understand why some horror films can't just be good, and some are maybe not as good, or you know, or lower quality or lower budget or something like that. Right. Which you know, I think applies for all genres of movies. You know, we, we don't see people trying to say that something is elevated comedy. You know, where like you know, you have something that's like a little more kind of higher concept, like a I don't know, like a '60s or '70s Woody Allen movie. Mm-hmm. You know, those are higher concept movies, and they break the fourth wall a lot, and they do a lot of weird things. But it's not considered elevated comedy. It's just a comedy. You yeah. Know? I don't understand why we can't just have there's you know, some horror movies are better (laughs) it's just how it is (laughs) well when you yes some horror movies are better uh but when you look at the genre through the decades Mm -hmm. like starting with like alfred hitchcock and stuff like that right it's more of like a a cerebral horror rather than you know blood and guts or supernatural or you know yeah but it's still a horror movie yeah psycho is still a horror movie yes you know yes I mean, it doesn't matter that, you know, it does all these like really innovative, smart things and, you know, it changed the genre forever. It's still a horror movie. I think I think horror movies basically are just, you know, they have to scare people. Yeah. And if that doesn't happen, then you have to like kind of step to the side or step down to maybe putting a foot in another genre. Right. But I mean, Us has some scary moments. It's a very like the 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 the, the monsters, you know, the creatures of the movie are like they're, they're genuinely freaky really unsettling so there are monsters in movies well it's 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 i can't really go too much into it without spoiling they're human but mm-hmm. they're a distortion of humanity kind of mm. I don't know, it's, it's it's like i mean i guess this is already out but like you it's, it's like spoil it, i mean it's not even spoiling but like you know everybody kind of has like a clone that's like this other thing you know and it's these other things that are attacking the original like the the natural version themselves huh you know i mean it it, it gets into that like the first like 20 minutes so it's not like a spoiler Sounds but interesting. It's 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 worth a watch for sure. I mean, I, I would I'd recommend it to most people. Hmm. It was really good. Who are the other people you wouldn't recommend it to? Uh, evangelical Christians. Oh yeah, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> All those evangelicals, you know. Yeah. Uh, speaking of movies, if are, are are you done with your review? I mean, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I saw Vice. Have you seen that yet? No, I haven't seen it. Uh, it was good. Okay. Uh, it was entertaining, but. It kind of got old. The storytelling of it kind of got old. Yeah. And it didn't make him into enough of a villain. Hmm. 
because I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but it just seemed like he was like neutral evil rather than just a fucking demented genius, you know? Uh, Whereas like if something bad was happening, he would take advantage of it and like steer it towards his own goals. Yeah. Which I guess that's the kind of person he is. I don't think that that's like untrue. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, as, as a conspiracy type person, mm-hmm. when the movie walked through the whole 9-11 situation and, and everything after that, mm-hmm. they neglected uh, some areas that could have been touched on that would have like really pushed the story over the edge, yeah. you know? And not in, not in a way that's like, you know, this could be true or not. Yeah. It's like what, what he actually did mm-hmm. versus what they showed in the movie. Right. Like, you well, know. Someone needs to do an a, a, an adequate version of the 9-11 narrative, you know? Because I, I feel like that's a, that entire, you know, situation is a movie unto itself. I think there was some subtext towards that because, spoiler alert, during during that portion of, during the event of 9-11, uh, the movie pointed out that Dick Cheney was talking to his lawyer yeah. more than anything anybody else. Like he pretty much ignored the whole situation, yeah, and was only talking to his lawyer that was sitting right next to him. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't think that does enough, but it is pretty weird. Yeah. And but maybe you know, if anybody's interested in in that portion, maybe they could yeah. you know look into it or whatever. There's gonna be like a psychotic 9/11 movie about 20 years from now. I hope so. I, I, I do I too. Hope, I hope it's in our lifetime. <laughs> I hope somebody makes the JFK of 9-11 movies. Oh, that'd be awesome. Like, that would be nuts. That would be nuts. Which, I mean, a lot of JFK turned out to be kind of bullshit, but... Uh, it was entertaining. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely got people think, like talking about the JFK conspiracy again. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So what else is going on? <sighs> oh, gosh. What else is going on? Um... I got well. There's two things. Uh, I guess uh, my Simpsons came in. Yeah, yeah. I got the I got the charge. It was good. You got the, you got the charge. <laughs> yeah. You got the hit of dopamine yeah. opening that package. Yeah, it was good. Wow, it was good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I to- I had told Brennan about this earlier. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So I'm feeling very fortunate to have gotten that job today because now I could buy more Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fun, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. And I did finally break down and start playing Breath of the Wild, the Zelda game. And I really hated it at first. Hmm. Because, like, number one, I'm, I'm playing it on a Wii U, which is like a big, dumb controller. Because mm-hmm. uh, Jess had one, and, you know, she just never plays it, so she brought it over, and she already had the game. So I don't have to, like, buy a Switch. All right, cool, whatever, I'll just play it like this. And I started playing it, and I really hated it. And she was, like, sitting there on the couch with me. And there was, like, stuff that I was supposed to be doing that I had no idea I was supposed to be doing. Yeah. And she's already played a big chunk of the game. Uh-huh. Could have, at any moment, kind of chimed <laughs> in and said, hey... <laughs> You need to learn how to do this thing so you can do the next part. Uh-huh. Instead, I just went on to the next part and I kept dying and dying and dying and I got mad. Oh my God. <laughs> and then like later after she went home, like she texted me and said, you know, you're just making this harder for yourself. You just need to do this. <laughs> like, oh my God. Why didn't you tell me that? <laughs> I'm like visibly enraged <laughs> and about ready to throw your controller. <laughs> she wanted to sit there and watch you spin out. I guess so, man. Oh, man. I don't know what the deal Just for was. that. I think you should buy the house next door. <coughs> oh, okay. How about that, Jess? Yeah. Um, We're moving to Pasadena <laughs> next to Gabe. All right. Uh, <sighs> so what's up with you, man? How, how's the how's the, the home life treating you? Well, you brought up you brought up toys. I was gonna uh, seg you um, <laughs> into uh, my trip to Austin with Jess. Um, what did I call it? Uh, toy tourism. Yeah. Yeah. Every every trip to Austin I make, I I. I I stop at these, uh, it's like this gang of, of stores in this, sh- you know, little shopping center and they all like kind of feed off each other. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I like to go spend some, some cash over there Yeah, and I found some really cool shit. Um, but that's the usual thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why I go there. Uh, but this time, uh, me and Jess did some other stuff. We went to, um, it's called like a. It's like a bat trip, you know. Yeah. You you go to uh, oh, forget her fucking name, um, Lady Bird Johnson Lake, mm-hmm. and you get on a electric boat because that lake is wakeless, huh. so they they don't allow gas engines on there. Huh. Uh, 
So we want we went on this electric boat filled with like you know fifty people, and uh, they toured the lake. You know, they told you know they told the story of a bunch of buildings downtown. And um, during the course of this this trip, this guy because it's BYOB, mm-hmm. you know, you can do you know whatever. Uh, and uh, this guy in front of us had to pee really bad. Yeah. So he gave the the captain the choice to pee off the side of the boat or go to the dock. Yeah. <laughs> so she opted to go to the dock and she said it was a good thing because it was windy and it drained the battery on the boat. <laughs> so while this guy was peeing, she charged the boat up again. Oh wow. And uh she said they they wouldn't, you know, we would have never made it had he not had to pee. <laughs> oh they would have had to tow tow us back to the dock. Yeah. <clears throat> so that was a weird thing. Like they were she was just going to allow us to get stranded. Yeah. <laughs> under a bridge or where wherever we would have made it to but uh and i told jess like as we're about to leave the battery i could see it we're sitting right behind the console the battery is only half full wow (laughs) but the the captain took off anyway Mm -hmm. um so we we took off again battery was like half full again yeah so we took off under this bridge and it was really fucking cold so uh it was like in the you know high 40s yeah and uh the bats didn't want to come out mm. they usually come out in a swarm when it's hot but since it was cold they kind of trickled out you know five or six at a time so <laughs> didn't quite get the full effect no uh so that was fun we we got a lot of good uh people watching yeah and on that and uh we just you know if me and jess are just sitting there i'm trying to make jess laugh yeah. because that's my job <laughs> And I was making up nicknames. I'm going to have to get some water. And that's about that. <laughs> I don't know where I was when I left off. But yeah, that's basically the story. Yeah. We were just talking about making up nicknames for people. Yeah. There was a, I hate to say this, but because it's mean, uh, Marilyn Defoe. <laughs> oh, it was a lady that was dressed like Marilyn Monroe, but oh, her face no. is more like Willem, Willem Defoe. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was probably the, the highlight. Oh, get this shit, man. So... Jess calls, you know, that the the tour place, and uh, she's like asking him where to park. And the lady's like, "Who we think was the captain? Go ahead and park. You know, there's there's parking here. It's a three to five minute walk. Mm. So we park there, and it's a fucking mile away. <laughs> yeah, through this uh this park that's really beautiful. Um, it it just goes. There's like this running trail along the lake. So we're walking this this uh, running trail, and we pass a dog park. It's leashless, so it's like you get to see these dogs having a great time. Uh, and we're walking and walking and walking. We get to the fucking thing. We do our our boat tour, mm. and uh, you know we get back, and I notice you know it's pretty dark. Surely this this whole running trail is lit up. You know, yeah, it's too nice a park not to have fucking lights. Mm. That's that's the whole that is the point. Safety first, right? Right. No, it is pitch fucking black the whole walk back from this boat tour. So we're walking, you know, we just saw a fucking raccoon like running, you know, along the the lake shore, you know, through some tree branches. Uh, And like these joggers are running past us from behind and, you know, past us from the front. And we're just seeing like nothing. (laughs) Oh, God. We hear dogs uh, in the near distance, mm-hmm. and uh, all of a sudden, like we hear this squeaking, like this crazy amount of squeaking, yeah. running by us. And I and I look, and it's you know against the fucking moonlight or yeah. whatever. I see this gang of rats running oh, past us, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! There's fucking rats over there. Jeez. Just didn't see it, or she would have freaked out. Yeah, uh, it was bad enough she heard them. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we got to. Uh, back to the car scared (laughs) we thought you know thank god we weren't mugged i didn't have any kind of weapon on us except uh one of those remote things for your car i didn't even have keys like it was bad i would have had the kicked and punched uh and i hate doing that um because my my joints are bad uh but yeah that's that's the whole trip basically we had a good time well, that a little lovely. fun, little fun adventure. Little, little weekend I feel like jump. I've rambled on way too long about that, but it was fun. Um, we're gonna do some news, dude. Sure. We all know what time it is. The 
another refinery on fire yeah <laughs> we're gonna be known for that yeah so it's, well. it's gonna put us on the map <laughs> <laughs> yeah so in crosby the uh kmco fire started up this morning uh actually i first found out about this on instagram a friend of mine was posting pictures from her house which she lives in a town called dayton which is about 10 15 minutes outside of crosby and there was just a black billowing cloud kind of like over the tree line like in her backyard basically so yeah uh this a familiar site yeah to Pasadenans and Deer Park, Park Deer Parkers. Yeah, so, so this refinery, they produce antifreeze, brake fluid, uh, glycol, and cement grinding products. So, you know, all, all the stuff you want burning and going into the air. Which is crazy, because the picture I saw showed two guys walking through the plant, like, away from the smoke that uh-huh. was right next to them. And they were walking, like, beside this giant pool of what looked like radiator fluid oh god just antifreeze in a, yeah. on the ground yeah that's great yeah so i mean yeah glycol basically crosby is a giant vape right now <laughs> <laughs> which is fitting really if you've ever been to crosby i don't know if you have or not probably not yeah <laughs> most uh, likely not yeah so apparently uh this plant has had a uh numerous violations of the clean air act uh uh they're about to have another one. Yeah, they're about to have another one. Uh, and it'll be a slap on the wrist I mean, because, you know, money. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've been fined 10 times since uh, 1995, but only, like, the fine's only valued, like, at $141,000. So, you know, basically the wage of, like, two employees at that plant. Yeah. Yeah. For a year. And let's see, they, they, they've been previously fined for uh, carbon monoxide issue, like, carbon, uh, carbon monoxide I- emissions issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, one time they discharged 14,000 gallons of benzene into an unauthorized facility, which is probably means the ground. Oh my God. <laughs> well, they probably put it in a tank that wasn't suited for it. Right? Uh, is that what that means? It, it could have very well been, you know, a hole in the ground that was dug. You know, that was <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you never really know. Like it, it, these things are always kind of like covered in veiled language. So you don't, unless you were actually there and saw it, you're never going to know right. the truth. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, good guys over at uh, KMCO. Good job. Way to catch on fire, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Uh, uh, what else we got? In other news, a <laughs> uh, Catholic priest accused of groping woman during last rites. Ah, classy what, fella. What a piece of shit. Classy fella. Oh, man. So this dude named, uh, is it Gerald? Gerald Lynch? Yeah, Gerald. Uh, he was a reverend in Austin. Was arrested Thursday, March 14th, uh, and charged with assault by contact stemming from an October encounter. Um, this dude's 75 years old. Mm-hmm. Piece of shit. On $15,000 bond. Piece of shit. Could be uh, fined up to $4,000. So, Brennan, what did this guy do? Okay, so according to the affidavit that the police issued, uh, you know, this woman was dying in hospice care of like complications to diabetes. Whenever this guy came, complications from what again? Diabetes. All right. <laughs> Excuse me. Diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this lady, uh, she's on the verge of death, um, and apparently this guy uh, came to give her her last rites. He anointed her chest with holy water, began to apply motion, apply lotion, massaged a breast, pinched a nipple, and asked, does that feel good? And then he tried to slip his hand inside of her diaper, but was unable to. <sighs> so this lady luckily was alive enough to be able to report this to the police. Uh, you know, she said she was left in shock, uh, felt uncomfortable, and said basically that the guy made her feel like a nasty, dirty piece of meat. <sighs> the Austin, Austin uh, Catholic Diocese, uh, let's see. He was a part of the uh, Austin Catholic Diocese until uh, they received an unrelated report that he'd failed to maintain proper boundaries with an adult. So apparently he's done this before. He's just creeping on adults instead of children. So he's robbing people of their dignity yeah. in death. Yeah, and then you know, when they're receiving their last rites. <laughs> this makes me want to bring back medieval torture. Yeah. Surely there is some machine that can be created that yeah. can take his feet, twist them, clockwise take his knees twist them counterclockwise take his hips twist them clockwise take his you get my you get the drift yeah right? yeah uh until he is dead and we put his head on the top of a cross in the highest steeple in the land <laughs> it's pretty metal man thanks Jeez. uh 
Yeah, there's there's nothing that can be done to this guy. Yeah, uh, that's worse than what he's done to others in my eyes. Yeah, but you know. but then again, uh, we can't really bring back medieval torture because I mean, who was better at medieval torture than the Catholic Church? Exactly. <laughs> I mean. So it'd be a fitting it'd be a fitting death. Yeah, yeah. little Inquisition going. Yeah. All right. <laughs> On a similar note, <laughs> the Texas butthole tickling bandit has finally been caught. <laughs> Goddamn butthole tickler. Uh, I love this name. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Whoever came up with that, kudos to you, sir Uh, or madam. So apparently this individual... (laughs) It's really messed up. It really is. Brennan's pulling it together. (laughs) It's really messed up what this guy did. (laughs) But... Can I I describe it from memory? Because he snuck in people's windows, and as they were asleep, he tickled their buttholes. (laughs) It's such a weird thing to do. I don't know what to say. So, uh, I think it's interesting that uh, police originally thought the uh, the guy was homeless, mm-hmm. but when they picked him up, he was wearing forty five hundred dollars worth of they say he's I guess yeah, Yeezys yeah. clothing. <laughs> uh, you know that might be the weirdest thing about the guy. <laughs> Just this rich weirdo that goes around tickling people's buttholes. Yeah, leave it to the rich to think <laughs> they have no boundaries. <sighs> Just kidding. Okay, so it's it's saying that most of his victims were male. I wouldn't doubt it. So yeah, he's just going around tickling dudes' buttholes. Yeah, like <laughs> if you if you ask me, that's a victimless crime. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, obviously no, it's not. But like, no, no, it's not. But that's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's just such a weird thing to be into. <laughs> yep. I mean, he he wasn't murdering anybody. He wasn't like you know. He was trespassing and. Uh, what is that? That's assault, brother. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is assault. It's a, it's an assault. It yeah. definitely is. <laughs> but is it, though? It is. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> if if some dude came into my house and tickled my butthole, <laughs> yeah, that's an assault. I mean, I'd be pissed. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> like, dude! <laughs> but assault is a, is a, is a charge, man. Uh, yeah. Can you just beat the guy and let him go? Or? No. Well, I don't know. Probably uh, not. I don't know, man. You gotta kind of... You gotta lock him up. You yeah. gotta lock up guys like that. I don't know, man. I, I don't know that he's gonna do great in prison. <laughs> gotta keep people safe from people like that. <laughs> oh, God, what else? Okay, uh, next story. Texas school district received death threats after Trump-related homework assignment. Yeah, I mean, that's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, and, uh, okay, so this is in Baytown, Texas. Again, not too far from here. No, uh, this, is, this is fucking local, which really surprises me, because you don't really hear anything out of Baytown. As far as like if, if it's the not, schools or well, Baytown's you know? sketchy, dude. Really? Yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, there there have always been kind of gang problems over there, uh-huh. and I mean, meth hit them pretty hard in the early two thousands. And has, really, has, yeah, huh? It's 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 a rough area, man. Baytown's not. I mean, especially old Baytown. It's not the place you want to be. Like I had a friend that was a cop there for a while, and yeah. Oh, a cops gonna tell you and he, he, every bad thing about where they're working. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, old Baytown's pretty sketchy. I mean, just from my own experience, you know, I've I've had. Some bad experiences in Baytown as a younger person. Really? Yeah. We don't need to get into that, though. <laughs> All right. Tell me after the show. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Texas State Representative Briscoe Kane went on Facebook after seeing a homework assignment regarding President US, uh, U.S. President Donald Trump. Uh, the lesson was teaching uh, seventh grade students how to use inference using 10 student-read, student-written essays at the Goose, Goose Creek Consolidated Independent School District. Uh, the assignment required students to read an excerpt from uh, Trump Against American Values by Parker, who was a, was this a student, I guess? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, they had to answer the questions that followed. The first question was, uh, which of the following conclusions would the author most likely agree with? The answer to one of the questions was, Donald Trump should not be president. Uh, the second question asked the reader, to, uh, what would the reader infer upon reading a passage? The answer was, Mexican-Americans are a major group upset with Donald Trump. So it's sounding like these questions were written by students and applied to the assignment by the teacher. Yeah. And this sounds like a lazy teacher more than anything. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, you guys are going to make up the questions this time, you know? And, yeah. And know. Are, I guess people have a right to be upset because politics. <laughs> I mean, really, really doesn't belong in a seventh grade English assignment. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, Regardless of your opinion on the guy. Right. You know, uh, you know, you should be reading something boring in a book and answering questions about that. You know, yeah. well, S.C. Hinton, man, read The Outsiders. <laughs> yeah, I think we could be, we could bring in some elevated teaching <laughs> into our <laughs> Texas schools, but, uh, you know, 
what are we going to do, really? Yeah. Throw more money at it, hopefully that fixes it without changing anything. I don't know, man. That's, I want to know more about this teacher that thought this was a good idea to let the students write the questions. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's it's a bad call on his or her part, but mm. I don't know. I wouldn't crucify that person over it. No. Just fucking take your lickings from the public scrutiny and yeah. keep on going. This is what happens whenever you let anybody with a bachelor's degree in anything teach in Texas. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to pop. And we're back. Mm. My pee did sh- smelled like what? Is what, that- <laughs> golden crisp <laughs> oh yeah thanks for taking a whiff for me because yeah. uh you know i needed that <laughs> what are friends for yeah okay so hashtag florida yeah. man this week in florida do you know do you know that whole thing hmm. you're supposed to uh do a google search for florida man and like your birthday or something like that yeah and it comes up with the crazy stories that come out of fucking florida yeah what do you got let's do this right now let's, all right there's a little experiment okay oh mine's good <laughs> what do you got uh florida man october 29th uh this is uh basically you remember the the guy that sent out all the bombs to all the democratic candidates uh-huh. yeah his plea deal was posted on my birthday <laughs> oh, shit. wow yeah so that's a pretty good one uh mine says florida man put semen in co-workers water and 11 other well that's bad enough yeah <laughs> let's not go too deep into that yeah we don't want to go down too too far down the floor at a hole yeah it's uh, easy it's very easy whereas we might get stuck at the setup shop in pensacola so a florida man faked a robbery so he wouldn't have to go to work at hardy's <laughs> um this happened in polk county uh we're pretty familiar with polk county lots of crazy shit happens yep. there and it looks like it's a meth neighborhood <laughs> Imagine um, that. <laughs> looking at this guy's picture yeah guy actually reminds me of a guy i used to skate with <laughs> oh man you better check on that guy make sure he's okay yeah so uh authorities say that a florida man didn't want to show up for a shift at a hardy's restaurant so he called 9-1 and just 911 and just reported that he'd been robbed he would call 9-1 and expect something yeah. to happen help me <laughs> yeah, so, no answer uh, apparently 32 year old brian anderson of dundee told the dispatchers on tuesday that he had the two gun carrying uh men took his necklace, money, and his phone before jumping into a car and driving away. Uh, they went to the scene, realized that the robbery had never happened, and I guess the guy was arrested. Uh, he's been charged with uh, misusing the 911 system and knowingly giving false information to law enforcement. See what you did, Jesse, Jesse Smoley? <laughs> On the plus side, he didn't have to go to work. Yeah, that's he got true. out of it, so, you know. And now he's out of work. Yeah, now... <laughs> Why didn't he just quit, man? I don't know. I mean, if you hate your job at Hardee's, it's a minimum wage job, dude. You can go get another job flipping burgers pretty easy. Who can say what I mean, fucking grows in the minds of dude, these if you, people? If, you, if you're going to work in fast food, man, pizza delivery is the way to go. Yeah. You don't have to prepare, you don't have to prepare everything. You spend very little time actually in the restaurant, and like you're out in the world. You get tips. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's a way better job. I used to deliver pizzas. I love that job. Like, yeah. that, that's plan B if this all goes down. <laughs> really? I'll go huh. back and deliver pizzas, man. It's fine. Maybe I should look into that while I'm not looking for a job. It's like being an Uber driver, but nobody has to get in your car. Right. It's pretty sweet. Except your car smells like pizza all the time. Yeah, bonus. <laughs> yeah. You Let's do this. Blaze a doobie and listen to Black Sabbath and drive around lost. <laughs> Blaze a doobie. <laughs> yeah, that's how I did it. <laughs> So All right, yeah, so I incorrectly called this story out of the fire into the frying pan. <laughs> okay. And uh, I think it kind of works. Um, let's see. So uh, a teen, this happened in Galena Park. A teen was shot in the back, and he ran into a chicken restaurant for help. Uh, deputies say the 16-year-old boy managed to get to Ray Del Pollo on Wood Forest, and someone called 911. Um, you know, I thought he was going to run into, like, a shitty one like you know hurts chicken yeah. or something yeah. hearts is it hurts or hearts 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 chicken hearts sucks dude. but radio poil is pretty damn good <laughs> yeah radio poil is great yeah, uh, so a... i can't make fun of that so, um so i don't like what so he he just got shot like somewhere on the street or something and then he just took yeah. off running and went inside of this chicken place and yeah it and looks they, like he's gonna make it he, you know the, the now chicken. had he had he run into a, a hearts oh he definitely would have died he'd be dead right now <laughs> If he'd run into a church's, he would definitely be. They might have shot him again. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, ch- church's is the worst. Dude, did you know church's chicken does not even cook your chicken until you order it? Who? Uh, 
Churches? churches? Yeah. No, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, if you go through the drive-thru at a churches, uh-huh. you order your food, you pull up to the window, you pay for it, and then they tell you it's going to take 30 minutes. Wh- what? <laughs> like, I used to, okay, at, at first, like, whenever I first encountered this was at my mom's house, like, uh, you know, she lived out in, when she lives out in Shepherd, there's a churches, it's like the only place, it's like that and a Sonic. That's the only place to eat for like 20 miles in either direction. So, you know, you're kind of screwed. I thought maybe it was just that restaurant, but I went to... No, I've had that happen. I thought it was a one-off... No, uh, that's their policy. They don't cook it until you order it. Wow. I bet that saves them a ton of food. It does. I mean, you know, they're, they're not wasting food, which is good, I guess. But at the same time, it's fast food. Yeah. You know, fast. You know, I, I'm expecting to get my food at the end of this transaction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, no I'm wonder not, it's piping hot whenever you get it. Yeah, man, it's, a, it's, it's bad news. It's but like, the sides are always cold. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they don't prepare the sides, you know, no. right whenever you order them. They that. probably don't even, they're not, probably not <laughs> even in like uh, one of those heated uh, dishes or whatever. They're probably under lamps. I'm not 100% sure that churches' restaurants are even operating under the same umbrella of management. <clears throat> I think they all just kind of got purchased and dispatched out into the world and then the company just dissolved and these companies are just working on their own (laughs) because there's no consistency to the quality of the product they don't even have the same things on the menu sometimes it's weird like sometimes you'll go in there and you can just like get fish what (laughs) you know i've i've actually had like church's biscuits yeah and and they were great and i've had church's biscuits and they were like completely different Mm -hmm. and like shitty yeah so there, there is no consistency. It's, it's just, they just set them out into the world and now they're on their own. That's so weird. Let's do an investigative uh, story on that. You know, one time uh, I encountered a weird Shipley's that was like that. Really? Yeah, it's way out in Livingston. It's out in the middle of nowhere. It has all of the signage of a Shipley's restaurant. Completely different donuts. Huh. Like, like grocery store quality donuts that are not that great. You know, that have been sitting out for a while. But it's, it's all Shipley's signage. You can get a Shipley's coffee mug, you know, Shipley's bags. It's all Shipley's except for the food. Wow. It's weird. Huh. That is weird. Like, they're just not using the same supply chain for some reason. Man, there was a uh, there was a donut shop where I used to work, and uh, they had brisket kolaches. Mm-hmm. You could have a brisket. I mean, it was a fucking fistful of brisket. <laughs> and it was in this delicious bread. And you could have that at 5 in the morning. <laughs> I mean... From five in the morning to like two in the afternoon, mm. you could have a ball a ball of brisket. That's in, my favorite in, way to consume in it in, in, a, in a fist shape. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty nuts. I like donut shops. <laughs> they're uh, especially when they're unique and they have unique stuff. Yeah. What else we got, Brennan? That's, that's all we got for that's our it news. on news. Yeah. You want to do some uh, murder and mayhem? Yeah, sure. All right. Okay, so December 1927, and this this is in uh, Russia. It's like it's in Siberia, actually. What magazine are you taking this from? This is from what magazine is this? True magazine <laughs> from April 1975. I forget where I picked that up, but it's like it's conspiracy light. Yeah, it's pretty wacky. They talk about JFK and the federal car. Was that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, pretty weird stuff. Uh, it's weird reading articles from the 70s because they were the, it was written different. Yeah. Strange. Okay, and th- this is actually from a section in True Magazine called Strange But True. Yeah. And this is like, I guess, uh, people submit stories, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of kind of proto-Twitter. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like Reader's Digest for weirdos. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, yeah, so this takes place in uh, December 1927 in Siberia. There was this uh, Russian village called uh, Pilovo, and... Almost everyone in the town was murdered by wolves. Yeah, it was an intense story. Pretty gnarly. So, okay, like these, you know, it's 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 December, starting to get pretty cold. Yeah, and all of a sudden, uh, they start looking around and they're noticing that their their dogs are getting attacked. Yeah, just getting maimed, maimed, maimed. I can't speak, man. I don't know what's yeah. I don't know what's going on here. Anyway, so yeah. Thanks, ITC. Yeah. Dogs are getting mangled all yeah. over the place. As the winter starts getting colder, uh, the wolves start to get a little bolder. Uh-huh. They uh, start attacking groups of women and children, just right. mauling the hell out of these families. And uh gets even colder. Uh, more wolves are kind of coming up out of the woods. They realize they can attack this this village, Yeah, and they start attacking the men. It's fucking crazy that through this entire encounter, the, the pack grows and grows yeah. and keeps on growing. They just keep coming. Until it's a major fucking problem. <laughs> so as it gets worse and worse, they start sending out men to go into the woods and hunt these wolves. Yeah. The men aren't coming back. <laughs> like, yeah. 
They sent out like a. They send out five. They come back with three. Yeah, basically, like they they sent out a pack of two. They didn't come back. They sent out a pack of three. Uh, only one came back. Uh, let's see. So the people are freaking out. They're just like, you know, oh god, we're just gonna get murdered by wolves all winter. Yeah. Uh, they end up barricading themselves inside of their homes. Uh, just listening to the sounds of their horses being eaten by wolves. Yeah. Uh, soon, you know, the wolves start knocking down the doors and they start attacking the families. Uh, you know, the families fought back and fought back and fought back. Uh, and then eventually a border border patrol aircraft spotted the wolf packs and calls in the army. Yeah. This is 19, what? 1927. See that? That's kind of a red flag to me. Well, they had planes. They had planes back then. But I mean, were they of a consistency to where they could fly in Siberia? I don't know. I don't know. Cause I mean, the Wright brothers was like 1910, right? That's yeah. 17 years later. Well, world war one had, had planes. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. But anyway, <laughs> they, they finally, you know, bring in the army and, uh, Basically, by the time this is over, every single family had lost at least one family member mm-hmm. to a wolf attack. Right. And this was just over the course of like a few days. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fucking crazy, man. Super gnarly, man. Can you imagine? <laughs> no. I can't. Well, yes, but God, that's fucking so terrible. And just like all oh, these wolves. Like, where did they even come from? You know, it's like a few of them came and then just a few more came and then a few more came and a few more came. And it just becomes like a siege where you're uh-huh. fighting a wolf army. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they do operate like that. Yeah. They're, they're smart as a pack. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have systematic ways of finding weakness. Yeah. Just like coyotes, I guess. Yeah. But or velociraptors. And, you know, yeah, or velociraptors. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nuts, man. No wonder, like, the wolf was, like, a, a majorly feared uh, force of nature yeah. before mm-hmm. guns were <laughs> common, you know? I mean, just look at all the children's stories. You know, the big bad wolf. It's yeah. always, there's always a wolf that's mm-hmm. the thing that's going to kill you. Yeah, I mean, that was a very real threat, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. And then you had lycanthropy and uh, yeah, and I guess books on with the supernatural mm-hmm. back then. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. So it reminds me of the Wolfman by Montague Summers. <laughs> it's from a it's from a Danzig interview uh, <laughs> where he's talking about that book, the book collection. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes. And uh, what did he say? There was a there was a guy suffering. Uh, mentally mm-hmm. and he came out of the fog with a baby in his mouth yeah Ooh, creepy <laughs> fucking danzig's creepy thinking about that shit yeah <sighs> wonder what that dude's up to right now uh-huh. like right now at this moment he's probably fighting with his homeowners association about something stupid <laughs> <laughs> he's probably soaking in a bathtub surrounded by candles what do you mean i can't have these gargoyles <laughs> <laughs> all right dude all right. uh i guess let's do some friend questions okay You got anything? Uh, nope. <laughs> All right. Rob Zip asks, will you be on my podcast? I assume he's talking to me, but I've already been on his podcast. I think it's your turn, Brennan. <laughs> I don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> no, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do it, uh, I guess. There you go. There's your answer. Yeah. Uh, shoot, Steve- me, shoot me a message there, Rob. We'll, we'll sort it out. All right. Uh, Stephen Curta asks, are you excited about the new Pet Cemetery? What are your thoughts? Okay, we'll we'll take these one at a time. Pet Cemetery, Brennan, your thoughts? Uh, I really like the trailer. Um, I understand some things have been changed. Were they changed? Okay, were they changed from the book or were they changed from the original movie? I to reflect the book. I never read the book, so I don't know. Okay. Uh, my understanding is that it changed. It's different than the previous movie for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So more kids. Yeah, there's more kids, and I think uh. Well, this has already been spoiled, but the kid that dies is different. It's not the little boy. It's, uh-huh. it's the little. It's the daughter. Yeah. Dies. So it kind of changes the whole. Yeah, that that's one thing about the original the original movie. Yeah. Kind of like, eh, didn't really. Yeah, the the, the child acting me. is kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And the I mean, talking about like a young toddler. Yeah. Like I mean, Chucky yeah. is more of a danger than this toddler. Yeah. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. Which, speaking of, did you see that Mark Hamill is going to be the voice of the new Chucky? Yes. Yeah. Excited about that. I think that's a great choice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if he does like half of what he did with the Joker, which, I mean, the original performance was based on Jack Nicholson in The Shining anyway. So. Really? Yeah. You can huh. hear it. You can like hear it in the voice a lot. It's pretty funny. Huh. Yeah. I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's a good choice. Uh, Pet Cemetery actually looked scary from the trailer. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably, I'd probably go see it at the theater. Yeah. With I, my lady. I, I just rewatched uh, Pet Cemetery 2. Have you seen that one? Mm, yeah. I've seen it but not man. not recently it's a total piece of crap but man like clancy brown is having so much fun in that movie 
Like he's just like he knows that he's in a crappy movie, so he's just hamming it up super hard. It's awesome. When did he not ham it up? Oh man, he's going hard though. It's like <laughs> psychotic. Really? Yeah. I need to see that then. Just like rolling his eyes and his, the back of his head cackling while he kills people. It's great. Oh shit! I forgot about. Okay, it's coming back to me now. Yeah. I was he, thinking about uh, Highlander too. When yeah, he was yeah, the, as the Kurgan. Yeah. 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 He, he hammed it up in there. Yeah, he's great. I, I, yeah. I love it when he just like goes super crazy. Yeah. Man, that guy's underrated. He is. He's he's a fun actor. Yeah, he's, he needs to be a Clancy Brown resurgence, man. <laughs> he's fucking <laughs> 70. Uh, Still go see it. <laughs> hey, Lance Hendrick, Hen- Hendrickson did it. Yeah. Um, Steven also asks, what are your thoughts about the Whataburger Dr. Pepper milkshake? Oh, uh, my thoughts initially are I fucking hate soda and ice cream mixed together, so I'm immediately against it. Hmm. I mean, Do you like floats? I like it. I like a float every now and then. You know, I I'm you know this is a shake. It's very well documented that I'm incredibly lactose intolerant on this show. Oh, that's true. <sighs> Maybe you're not the best person to ask. I'm I'm gonna have one now oh, that I know shit. that it exists. Well, uh, make I'll, it on a weekend. <laughs> I'll, I'll pro- yeah, I'll probably be complaining about it on our next episode. All right. Uh yeah, that's that's gonna that's gonna that's in my future. Ugh, that sucks. <laughs> and his final question: What are your thoughts on the new Lone Star Beer twenty four seven beer with its lame two point six percent? It's a beer that you can drink all day. Is yep. that the idea? I think so. Well, I mean, that's what like Bud Light is sipping beer. Yeah, I mean, you can drink Modelo like all day. Steven, I think, wants to uh, just fucking chug brewskis until he blacks out drunk. <laughs> You would have to do a beer bomb of an entire 12 pack to even feel anything from that. Uh, Steven, don't, uh, I don't recommend, well, fuck, I don't know, man. 24-7 Lone Star meets Whataburger at 3 in the morning. Oh, God. (laughs) That's foamy. That's real foamy. Yeah. Sleep on your side, whatever you do. Yeah. Um, Next question. Go ahead and dial (laughs) 9-1. Brent Himes asks, should Ryan Johnson and Kathleen Kennedy be taken out behind the shed and have all their joints dislocated? Yeah, Kathleen Kennedy can hop in that, uh, take your ankles clockwise, take your knees counterclockwise. Dude! (laughs) Well, if you want to jump on the bandwagon and say Kathleen Kennedy is the source of all that ails Star Wars. Uh, No, I'm going to start a new bandwagon saying that Star Wars fans are fucking bitches. (laughs) <laughs> they, they all they do is complain about all the new star wars that they're getting they're getting nothing but star wars but they probably weren't complaining during the prequels <laughs> yeah i mean they're probably like, they're the same people that are apologizing for the I prequels i love jar jar yeah. but this padme or mm. no, padme replacement or whatever yeah they're the totally okay with mannequin skywalker and <laughs> like mannequin skywalker like, i don't know man I, I really hate Star Wars. I, I, I like Star Wars uh-huh. and I hate Star Wars fans. Yeah. Like more than anything. Star Wars fans on the internet. Star Wars fans should have their internet just taken away. They shouldn't be allowed to know anything about the movies before they come out. They should only be allowed to go see them and then they shouldn't be allowed to talk to other people about them. <laughs> Dude, you're uh, you're talking to my my fucking very soul because as a Star Trek fan, I've always had hatred towards Star Wars fans. Yeah, they're terrible. Because, you know, it's not that I didn't didn't love Star Wars. Before the prequels came out, I loved Star Wars. I thought, you know, they were pretty much on equal footing until mm-hmm. the prequels. Right. But the fans fucking ruined it for Terrible me. people. Like, Awful, man. It's not... I can't even say they're terrible because they don't annoy me that much, but it annoyed me that they thought that their shit didn't stink and that Star Wars were was infallible. Yeah. And now look at it, you know, which I mean, looking back, you know, I don't know. I don't think those movies are as good as people think they are. I love them. You know, I mean, I don't know. I, I just there's maybe three. Qual- there's like three movies worth of quality in up to eight movies so far. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, they're, they're, they're not the best thing that's ever happened. They're great. They're fun popcorn movie. You know, I enjoy them, but I feel like people are just they they've been given everything they've ever asked for. You know? <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> like, that's the truth. That's the absolute. And all truth. they've done is just bitch and <clears throat> bitch and bitch. You know? Yeah. So I mean, I, I think they should have their Star Wars taken away. But the person asking this question is Brent Himes, who is he's a big Star Wars in guy, his fifties. Huh? So he was there when it came out. When it, when the first trilogy came out, man. So from his perspective, I mean, he's endured a lot. <laughs> <laughs> 
and maybe he didn't like you know the the last two that came out I, I really enjoyed solo i thought that movie was like my favorite out of you know solo was fun everything was a lot of fun that's come out i mean that that guy had the most thankless job in the world you know taking over the role of han solo from harrison ford and i think he did a pretty good job all things considered yeah it's a lot of fun i enjoyed i enjoyed the hell out of the movie it's the whole youtube environment that's kind of like ruined yeah a lot of it the internet has ruined fandom yeah (laughs) i mean it's it's done a lot of good as far as you know helping people find their group of people but whenever you get your group of people together all you do is bitch about it (laughs) it's an echo chamber of hate yeah sorry brent sorry we couldn't uh go into that more delicately i don't know man i I think that ryan johnson has made one of my favorite star wars movies so which one did he make he made the last one uh uh, Last Jedi. I like that movie. I love Last Jedi. I thought it was, what was great. Was the one before that? Uh, before that was uh, Rogue One. I didn't care for the first half of that movie. I enjoyed Rogue One. What was the one before that? Uh, that was uh, Force Awakens. I didn't enjoy that movie. You didn't? Nah, not really. I thought it was kind of boring. I like Force Awakens. I saw it two or three times. Really? Yeah. Wow. I saw Last Jedi twice, I think, yeah. Last Jedi I enjoyed. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Fucking people that hate on that movie because of Luke's part. What the Don't did- fucking get it. <laughs> they don't get it. <laughs> like... How can you hate that? That was great. That was like the most fitting way to handle that. <laughs> he outsmarted what, like a couple thousand people? Yeah. I mean, what what the fuck more do you want? I don't know, man. You wanted him to really be there and really fucking fight? Yeah. He fucking force projected from across the fucking universe. And like completely duped the Empire. Yeah. <laughs> like... Not the Empire, but you know what I mean. You know what Britain's talking about. <laughs> uh Dieter Thomason asks the world's I'm sorry. The word, the fucking god damn it. The most weirdest. Well, that's the problem right there. Ah. <laughs> the most weirdest thing to ever happen to you in public while other family is around you. Mm. Uh, family is around me? Yeah. I don't know. That's a weird question. Uh, I have about, an answer. But that? I have an answer, but I don't think I should say it on this podcast. Just do it. <laughs> no, I'm not. You, I'm... you go first and that'll, that'll spur me on to think of something. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not. I really, really share that story. (laughs) Okay. This is a first for me. Uh, usually Brennan's pretty upfront about everything. Um, Hmm. uh, I don't know. That's a weird one. Yeah. I literally have nothing. Yeah. Sorry, Thomas on. I can't fucking answer that. We're gonna have to come back to that one. I don't know. That's weird. Um, (coughs) I guess the only thing left is tenfold tirade. Well, let me, let me check one more time for questions. Yeah. If I got anything on the Insta, and I got nothing, just some likes. We don't need likes, people. We, we need questions. questions. That's all we need is. to remember to post for questions a couple of hours in advance. Yeah, <laughs> That's what I we mean, really need to do. Yeah, <laughs> technically, if you want to have yeah. a good show, you got to prepare ahead of time. Yeah, but that ain't us. Tenfold tirade. UFOs. See Crazy unexplained shit. Okay, so this one's about a book written in 1963 called Adam, The Adam and Eve Story. Um, it was released in 1965 and then pulled and made classified by the CIA. Hmm. Um, it was supposed to be unsealed in 2013, but only 57 of the 238 pages were released. Interesting. That's fucking weird. That is weird. So... Supposedly, this uh, this book was about civiliz- civilizations rising and falling cyclically, mm-hmm. um, and about us being a fallen civilization someday. Yeah. So it says that uh, the pyramids, Easter Island, uh, Baalbek, and many of the South American ruins are remnants of lost cultures. Um, the book talks about Atlantis and Mu and how they were destroyed by periodic cataclysms uh not even coming from outer space but from you know earth's internal processes that sounds Uh, familiar (laughs) yeah um feels like we're on the verge of one of those right now (laughs) yeah yeah it does uh i mean i don't know uh there was another you know weird fact that uh the author dude named chan thomas which is a weird fucking name Mm -hmm. because (laughs) the first name's chinese sounding but the the last name isn't and this is in the 60s so i don't know what to think of that um uh so there's no info that can be found on this guy anywhere uh there's no academic info um yeah so 
the author disappeared and his book was banned, basically. Yeah. By the CIA. Hmm. I wonder why. I don't know. I mean, from from the date, I mean, 1965, mm-hmm. the CIA kind of operated in a kind of a shady area, didn't it? I mean, yeah. as far as like... They were still pretty much given free reign at that point, you know? Like there, there, there wasn't a lot of oversight over the CIA. Yeah. And there wasn't, there really wasn't oversight on, on any top secret stuff other than by the military because even like there was no freedom freedom of information act back right. then and this is around the same time that uh kennedy was killed mm-hmm. not that that has anything to do with it but maybe there were communist overtones in the book or i don't know maybe they maybe they thought it was communist propaganda mm-hmm. and they didn't want it to spread there has to be an original manuscript somewhere i don't know man i just don't know i mean unless they you know, took that too hmm I'd like to read those 57 pages. Yeah, it's, it's available on the CIA website, but you know, heavily sanitized. Mm-hmm. Like, what could be in that book that was worth censoring by the CIA? Like, well, you never know what the motives are. It could be religious motives, and maybe the CIA was just the the right group to make it classified. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I mean, this is, what, 65, so that's LBJ, right? Mm-hmm. When was Kennedy killed? 64? Uh, 63. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. It's fucking weird. Uh, I would, I would like to know because I'm, I'm interested in that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, the Adam and Eve story. Yeah, I got to look into it more because yeah. I guess this is a seed that is planted in in our uh, our show, and we'll uh, we'll try and find out yeah. more about it. If you're out there, Chan Thomas, shoot us an email. <laughs> He's oh. fucking long dead, dude. <laughs> if he was. <laughs> Probably an author, a grown man in 65. Yeah, he's probably in his 30s. Or 40s or 50s. Yeah. If he's an academic, he's yeah. pro- he was probably in his 50s. Um, yeah, so maybe maybe his uh, grandkids have a manuscript laying around somewhere. Probably not. Anyway, um, what else we got, Brennan? Anything else? Oh, uh-huh. God, I almost forgot. So before my trip to Austin, I went and got my uh, car detailed. Mm-hmm. And I, I like this place. They do a really good job, but they they have a sketchy uh, massage chair in the uh, lobby. Oh yeah, and uh, it's a dollar for five minutes. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Fuck this! I'm gonna I'm gonna treat myself to a chair massage. So I put my dollar in and sat down. <clears throat> this thing was an experience. Okay. Uh, you know, it was fine. There were like these these balls that you know mechanically like pinch your back, yeah. go up and down. There's these uh these inflatable like cuffs that go around your calves. Yeah. They inflate and like squish your muscles. But the you know, everything was fine. It wasn't the best. It, you know, a pair of human hands are better. Mm-hmm. But the fucked up thing about this chair was there was something like a trailer hitch that went up into the ass area <laughs> and fucking went back and forth my ass crack. <laughs> <laughs> and like <laughs> I was like, all right, Texas tickler. Do I fucking jump out of this thing and fucking curse out the the lady in charge, or do I just sit here quietly and not make any fucking disturbance? Because there was, you know, people around me. Just let it happen. And you know, for some reason, I got the impression that there was a camera pointed at this chair to see who fucking jumps out of it. And who fucking <laughs> sits down and like... There's probably a whole Instagram account you know, that's nothing but that. I wanted to fucking bite my hand because <laughs> this fucking trailer itch was ridiculous, man. I felt like violated by a, a fucking robot chair. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm pretty sure that violates the first law of robotics. <laughs> Uh, do you have a small business or project you'd like to promote? Do you have a large business? Uh, do you make you sexy need- massage chairs? <laughs> do you want to promote your fucking rape throne? Um, <laughs> get in touch with LoneStarButtons.com. Uh, they make buttons, magnets, mirrors, bottle openers. <coughs> they come in different sizes and shapes. Uh, you can email LoneStarButtons at info at LoneStarButtons.com. Or you can call the owner, Adam Snippy Jones, at 281-798-1996. Use the coupon code, I want to suck on your hairy tits, and get some buttons thrown in for free. 
Also, thank you to Mockingbird Network. They carry our show and a bunch of other great shows. Not calling our show great, especially not today. Nope. <laughs> but go check it out. You'll shit you um, Mockingbird Network. <laughs> what? <laughs> They'll strap you down in a rape, a rape throne yeah. and uh, keep feeding it dollars. <laughs> um, Mockingbird, MockingbirdNetwork.com. Go check them out. Uh, Brennan, you got anything else? Uh, no, I, got, I don't. Our social medias, maybe? Oh, uh, let's see. We are at ROTW Podcast on Twitter, uh, Revenge of the World on, on Instagram. Got our Facebook page. We got our website, revengeoftheworld.com. Do we still have a website or no? We definitely still have a website. Okay, we still Because have a when it went down, I paid for it again. Hey! It is up and running. All right, yeah. So, revengeoftheworld.com. So oh, I uh, forgot. I'm going to be doing... Uh, it came from the bayou. Oh, really? Year. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have a zine table, and hopefully my screen-printed poster will be out by then. All so, right. So, uh, yeah, look for that. Um, I'll be sharing that date on our Instagram. Is that in April? Yes. It's in, like, two weeks. Yeah, it's, like an, it's, like, April 18th, right? Um, um, something like that. Let me, let, let's, let's pull up a calendar. It's a Saturday. So 20th. Is that? Or the 13th. All right. Let's get this fucking right before we say any other uh, dates. October. <laughs> April 14th. April 14th at... It's going to be at St. Rolls again this year? Uh, well, you go to their Facebook page, and it has last year's information. Here we go. April 14th, St. Arnold's Brewery, Houston, Texas. It's 2000 um, Lion Street. Good time. Yep. Bring some cash, because that shit ain't cheap, brothers. Yeah, that, that is an expensive show. You know what? Fucking, it's really expensive to print screen-printed posters. Yeah. I mean, I'm not doing it myself because I don't care for the process of it. Mm. Uh, you know, it's it's definitely left to more talented artists than, than myself in that area. Because that, that's just tough, man. Yeah. But I am having uh, at least one poster done, hopefully before the show. And I'll have it available at my table. Should have put this at the front of the show. <laughs> Thinking yeah. about it. Maybe I will. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll the- can we talk about that? Um I don't know anything about this. What is it? Uh, so I got this flyer called, uh, it's for an art show called Realms Apart. It's uh, it's a fantasy art show, and it's going to be at the Guzu Gallery, G-U-Z-U Gallery um, in Austin, Texas. Hmm. And it's going to be Friday, April 19th from 7 to 10 p.m. We'll plug that again. And uh, it's going to be on display through May 19th. So go check that out should be pretty good there's a shitload of artists in this show so go check it out if you're in austin all right anything else brennan nope gently go fuck someone (laughs)